If you've been looking at Porty People, or Porty Folk, on Facebook in the past week, you may have seen the colourful images promoting the Climate Café Porty. The idea is that people will gather every Sunday on the Prom, or beach, at six o'clock, just outside Tower Bank. It's all highly informal, you can simply drop in for a chat about the climate, ask a question, or find out what we as individuals or groups can do to help the planet. It's the brainchild of Beth Cross, who's currently back home in America seeing her family. However, she's had two strong supporters, Callum McLeod and Stuart Hart, right from the start. So ask Callum how it all began. The Climate Cafe idea was started initially by Beth Cross, a friend and colleague of ours, who suggested she's just going to sit by the crossroads at Portobello with a Greta Thunberg-type sign just saying, here to talk about climate change, and that was in January this year. So I popped in to want to see her, give her some support, and... And it was bloody freezing. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> Baltic. And as much as it was a good idea, it was too cold, far too cold, and people were walking past and... We got the, the response we wanted, you know, people were going, oh, that's really important and I'd love to talk to you, but I'm in a hurry. And we knew fine well within the first five minutes was that we were actually wasting our time because it was too cold. And we stuck it out for about an hour. As much as we got a thumbs up, that was probably as much as we were going to get just because it was too cold. So we sat down and planned, right, let's postpone this a bit until after Easter and when the weather's a bit better. Since Easter, they've been slowly building interest in the weekly meetings. When I said it was highly informal, that completely sums up what takes place. There's no agenda, no structure, but that, says Callum, is what makes these conversations so potentially exciting. There's an element of adventure in it because it's unplanned. A lot of it is because we don't know what the future is anyway. And a lot of it is just a quick response by three people. I have a sense in my head how it could go, but is there a project plan? No. Is it going to evolve as people take to it? Yep, definitely. Will we respond to circumstances as they present themselves yep but all we've experienced so far is positivity and that's fantastic you know so so to what extent are you conscious of the fact that we are here by the sea Mm -hmm. sea levels are rising your portobello is an area potentially at risk definitely Uh, and you can go and have a look at some of the models that are already there that show you potential rises in tide lines in edinburgh and you would go oh but that's not what the cafe's about. The cafe's about having conversations with people and enabling a space where people can talk and explore and stop for the day-to-day kind of hurried life that we're living just now. And it's about creating a space where people can engage it if they want and they can walk past if they want. It's on the prom, it's on the beach. And both Stuart, myself and Beth, who's not here today, unfortunately, been involved in lots of climate campaigning for a long time. And my personal perspective is that People are aware of what's happening and they want to do something. They're just, it's too big. And they just want to do things in a way that's constructive, positive, and gives them a bit of positivity and hope towards what could be a really, really negative future scenario. When you meet them, the one thing you can say about Callum and Stuart is passion. They've both been heavily involved in campaigns about climate change and the environment ever since Stuart moved to Edinburgh. As he explained, they were both deeply shocked by a plan to set fire to the coal fields under the 4th and use the gas to generate electricity. I met Callum in 2014 and I've been staying at a lot of anti-fracking camps down in England and my daughter wanted me to come to Edinburgh to look after the forthcoming grandchild. So I said yes and then my brother told me about the 4th, the uh, 
proposal was to set fire to the coal underneath the fourth, catch the gas and then process the gas. We were all horrified when we found out. Like I said, I've known Callum since 2014 and all we've done since then is try and campaign against the fossil fuel industry, really. Yeah. As Stuart says, we were involved in a lot of anti-fracking and underground coal gas vacation campaigning. We spent many days at the crossroads at Portobello and on the prom with stalls, tables, gazebos and discovered it was a brilliant space to engage with people. I used to be a salesman years ago. There was lots of benefits of me being a salesman, but the one thing that I knew because of the stuff that I was selling, I wasn't trying to force people to buy double glazing. It was people's choice whether they wanted to buy something or not. And that's always been an approach of mine. If you try and twist somebody's arm or whatever, you're wasting your time, and it's far easier to sell somebody something that they won't need or don't know they need yet. Personally, I, I didn't like aggressive zealots that try to sell people ideas or force their ideas onto something. And the problem in the Climate Cafe is exactly that. We're there as a space and people will come up to us and talk to us and we're not trying to twist arms or convince, we're just creating a space where people can have an elevated conversation and understanding about what is climate change and what's it about and what are the implications of. We met a girl from Nunavut, Arctic Canada. She stopped and asked us what we were doing and said, you're not making that fire properly. Start criticising us anyway. She sat with us and talked to us for two hours. Two or three hours. Two or three hours, yeah, till the end of the evening. She seemed to imply that she didn't believe there's such a thing as climate change, didn't she? She said, what do you know about climate to us? You know, I'm like, well, I know what climate is, but I'm not sure I understand fully what climate change is. It morphed into a long conversation about northern Canada, the way the Indians are losing their original hunting grounds because the ice is all melting and there's no animals to shoot and no seals to eat. And She was quite an interesting character, a very interesting character. Last week... First, a gentleman who'd done a PhD in ornithology on the Isle of May, he stopped and had a quite a long chat with us. Mm. Half an hour later, a girl turned up from Germany who works for the, uh, was it the Climate Commission mm-hmm. for the Scottish Government? And she'd never heard of us. <laughs> I wasn't all that surprised, but... Uh, but had you heard of her? No, that was what was so funny. I'd never heard of the Climate Commission. <laughs> there was lots of other people stopped. One girl stopped and said, um, I'm in agreement with you guys because I've, I've been having to drive to Haddington from Joppa every day to work in a doctor's surgery. She said, I've finally got a job somewhere close by where she can get to work in five minutes. She says, I'm so happy I don't need to use my car anymore. I don't need to use petrol or diesel or anything like that. And she was really nice. Stayed for ages and chatted to us. So why was the Climate Cafe set up here in Portobello? A large part of it is that there's a much stronger sense of community here than other parts of the city. Just think of the efforts which have gone into taking over Belfield, or saving the town hall, both for community use. Through his work with the council, Callum has found that in some areas, for instance, people don't even know who their next-door neighbours are. And he's finding, through the cafe, that shared understanding and that sense of community are vital if we are to have any chance of getting to grips with climate change. Generally, most of the time, people will come to a a shared understanding and conclusion. If you take the right approach, if you become aggressive and hostile and try to bang something down somebody's throat, then they're just going to become oppositional. And that's not what the cafe is about. The cafe is about widening people's understanding and developing things collectively together. Because 
if I'm correct and fall on the signs and the thousands of other people, kind of, we're in a tight spot and the only solution to that is if we work together and collectively and have a, a broad-based approach. So you can't alienate people. To him. We have to work together. And that's one of the, the best things about Portobello is you know, there's some fantastic things happening in Portobello with people working together. And that's the only solution that there can be. The next session of the Climate Cafe is tomorrow evening at six o'clock. No need to let anyone know in advance that you're coming, just turn up and join in the conversation. That's all for this week. If you hear of something new or interesting happening in Porty, please let us know through social media or by email at theportypodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.